Outside of an L.A. courthouse yesterday, a crowd of people held up bright, colorful signs. The signs all had one message. Free Britney. Inside the courtroom, pop star Britney Spears was on a virtual hearing, objecting to the legal arrangement that's ruled her life for the past 13 years. This arrangement, called a conservatorship, has given her father control over her personal life and her finances, everything from who she sees to what job she takes. It's based on a ruling that she's not independently capable of managing her own affairs. The ruling came after a very public struggle with mental health. And yesterday, Spears spoke out publicly against this conservatorship for the first time. It's been a long time since I've owned my money, and it's my wish and my dream for all of this to end. I think the upshot yesterday was Britney saying, I'm not crazy. You may be making me feel crazy, but I'm not crazy. I want out of this conservatorship, and I want it on my own terms. I'm done. Welcome to The Journal our show about money, business, and power. I'm Ryan Knudsen. It's Thursday, June 24th. Coming up on the show, Britney Spears tries to break free from the legal arrangement that's controlling her life and her money. This episode is brought to you by Indeed. Hiring? With Indeed, your search is over. With over 350 million global monthly visitors and candidate matching technology, Indeed helps you find quality candidates fast. As a listener of this show, Indeed is giving you a £100 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash thejournalpod. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Britney Spears was put into conservatorship in 2008, well into her career as an iconic pop star. She was firmly entrenched in the mid-2000s as one of our most bankable pop stars, you know, the kind of person who can play huge sports events and whatnot. She was in a, in a realm that, for example, J-Lo has persisted in for some time. Our colleague Neil Shaw covers pop music, and he said that despite her stardom, Spears was really struggling during the mid-2000s. One thing that's notable about Britney, who is a child star, who started up in the Disney system, who's a mouseketeer, is that she's struggled a lot with the media. Over the years, she has been under the Klieg lights of the tabloids, the paparazzi, even the mainstream music media. Paparazzi sometimes painted Spears in an unflattering light. They published an image of her driving with her infant child on her lap and another of her four-year-old son reaching for a pack of her cigarettes. In 2008, it all reached a breaking point. All of these things built into a maelstrom. And after working so hard for nearly one decade, I think she wanted some space for herself and increasingly she couldn't find it. She was probably felt trapped in her own pop stardom that dovetailed with existing potentially mental health issues. And then she had a series of breakdowns. Spears lashed out at paparazzi on several occasions. In one incident, she attacked a photographer's car with an umbrella. She was clearly rejecting her pop star status. I mean, the most visible emblem of this is her shaving her head. Spears herself has said publicly that she was struggling with her mental health. And so around this time, she acknowledged the need to enter something called a conservatorship. 
A conservatorship is it's an obscure legal arrangement. And basically what it does is when you have somebody who is deemed to be unfit to manage their own affairs, what a conservatorship does is a probate judge gives legal responsibility for that person uh, to someone else. Often it's a relative. In most cases, this guardianship legal situation, this conservatorship, is for elderly, infirm people. But it definitely does happen with younger people in cases of mental illness or substance abuse issues. So it's essentially in what happened here is a probate judge appointed uh, James Spears, Jamie Spears, Britney's father, as a conservator over her affairs. And one thing to note about it is that there are two pieces of it. There's someone who's conservator of Britney's person, her daily affairs, what she does. This is the stuff that can range from how often she goes out, who she sees, all of these intimate things that about her daily activities. There's a conservator of the person that manages that. Then there's also a conservator of her, of her estate or her finances. So what kind of powers does this actually give the conservator over her business? By powers, we mean controlling what the, what the estate does, what Britney's business does. We're talking about a fortune, an estate, a business that's worth 50 to $60 million. The lion's share of her activity, I'd say, in terms of the music business, has been her Las Vegas residencies. It's a very lucrative business. And so we're talking about, he had control over those decisions. If you're in a conservatorship, the decision of what to do, whether to work or not, becomes a group decision. And as a result, medical professionals, the conservator of the person, and also the conservator of the finances are you know, kind of in a big group chat with you deciding what you should do. So essentially, you could have residencies where while Britney's putting on a smile and a positive face for the world, she doesn't want to do the residency. Over time, fans of Britney Spears began to believe that that was exactly what was happening. They created the hashtag Free Britney, and they speculated that Spears was being forced to do things that she didn't want to do. Britney Spears needs our help. Since 2008, she has been under something called a legal conservatorship by her father. Britney Spears just went live on her Instagram story talking about how she's worn the same outfit 17 times and I'm terrified because she actually looks like hell. A couple comments said that you can see call 911 in her bottom eyelashes. This has been brewing for, for years and Britney has been relatively silent in public about the conservatorship. It's it's remarkable that she's been so quiet about it all this time. Um, she has a sizable presence on Instagram. She remains a celebrity that people care about. And yet she's been silent all this time. So I think for many years now, the Free Britney movement has like just grown, has grown in strength. Her fans have developed theories about why she hasn't said anything. It's possible that she needs to be silent in public lest she run afoul of the conservatorship. If she were to speak out more, if she had spoken out more in the past, she may have feared reprisal. She may have feared that other people involved in the conservatorship or her father would then say, you're breaking down again, thereby justifying the conservatorship in the first place. She may have felt trapped in some kind of game and felt intimidated. And yesterday, Spears broke her silence. That's after the break.
well do we know the people we work with every day? We share lunches, jokes, and deadlines, but are we aware of the unseen struggles we often face silently? Stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or feeling misunderstood at work? Through insight, awareness, and empathy, we can start to better see the issues our coworkers are dealing with, and that can make us and our companies healthier too. Join Holly Robinson-Pete and her guests on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. This episode is brought to you by ServiceNow. Everyone's talking about AI. Everyone. But where do you start? How can it actually help your business? The ServiceNow platform brings intelligence into every corner of your company. So every person, every system, every process, everything works better. Put AI to work. Tap the banner or go to servicenow.com slash genai to see how. So can you paint a picture of what the scene was like around the courthouse leading up to the hearing? Brittany was remote. So she was calling in and reading remarks. And outside, we're looking at like more than 100 free Brittany protesters, you know, waving signs and just protesting and trying to show their support as they've done in the past. And the conservatorship! And the conservatorship! Hey, hey! Ho, ho! The conservatorship has got to go! Hey, hey! Britney Spears has been in an unjust conservatorship for 13 years. Boo! So Britney goes on to this virtual court hearing and gives this statement. Did anything stand out to you about the way she made these remarks? Yeah. From the very beginning of her remarks, Britney was speaking very quickly. It was very hard for r- reporters to take notes. My management said, if I don't do this tour, I will have to oh. find an attorney. Near the beginning of the remarks, um, the judge actually interrupted Brittany and, and told her to try to slow down a little bit because um, we can't keep up with you. Um, I, just, I hate to interrupt you, but my court reporter is taking down what you're saying. Okay. And so you have to speak a little more slowly. Uh, oh, of okay, course, yes. Okay, and, I apologize. Great. The judge in the case said it was illegal to record the virtual hearing, but someone did record it and uploaded it to YouTube. Neil confirmed it's what he heard. It was a very intense speech. Um, And, you know, she... she, It was very emotional, and there was a certain anguish in the speech. Um, At times, she used profanity that I think was surprising to hear in a legal courtroom. She was angry. She was angry. I mean, she talked about her team, her management, Jamie, others, that they needed to be in jail. I'm not happy. I can't sleep. I'm so angry. It's insane. And I'm depressed. I cry every day. And the reason I'm telling you this is because I don't think how the state of California can have all this written in the court documents from the time I showed up and do absolutely nothing. Just hire with my money another person to keep and keep my dad on board. Ma'am, my dad and anyone involved in this conservatorship and my management who played a huge role in punishing at me when I said, no, ma'am, they should be in jail. She said the conservatorship in no unclear terms, she said it was abusive. She was angry and that came through. And at the same time that she was incensed and angry, um, it was clear-headed, it was cogent. In one of the you know, interesting and heartbreaking details of the remarks yesterday, she said that she, you know, she has an IUD so that she doesn't get pregnant. I was told right now in the conservatorship, I'm not able to 
get married or have a baby. I have a um, ID inside of myself right now so I don't get pregnant. I wanted to take the ID out so I could start trying to have another baby, but this so-called team won't let me go to the doctor to take it out because they they don't want me to have children, any more children. Um, so basically this conservatorship is doing me way more harm than good. So a 39-year-old adult woman who is putting on performances that tens of thousands of people come to see is not able to make these kinds of decisions about herself and her own life. It's true, and it's an argument that she made. She basically said flat out, I'm somebody who can perform methodically, successfully, diligently, and she said that, you know, she's proven that. How can it be that somebody who can function so well cannot make basic decisions about her own life and, and strikingly her own body? The counter argument to that would be that those behind the conservatorship or indeed the probate judge deem Britney still so mentally unstable or subject to things like substance abuse that you still believe that she's incapable of making decisions about something like pregnancy. Did Britney's father respond to the testimony? Britney's father's response was minimal. Uh, At a certain point, Jamie's lawyer came on and just offered a, a short statement, a short statement saying that Jamie, you know, felt for his daughter and acknowledged that she was very sad and going through a lot of tough things, something to that effect. So it was fairly minimal. How did outsiders, observers and the free people in the Free Britney movement react to her testimony yesterday? I think people are feeling like this is vindication for the movement. The outpouring of anger and dissatisfaction yesterday from Britney kind of vindicates what the Free Britney movement has been staying all along. Britney herself at one point talked about putting on a happy face for the world, telling people that she's happy. She said, and I quote, it's a lie. I've been in denial. I've been in shock. I'm traumatized. So I think fans feel vindicated. So what could this mean for the conservatorship? Could it help bring it to an end? When Britney's lawyer came on to speak for a little bit, he noted that so far, Britney has not officially directed him to petition the court for termination of the conservatorship. At one point during the remarks, she called herself ignorant in relation to this idea. I didn't know I could do this, that I could just demand this. A common thing in conservatorships is the conservatee always has the right to request an end. What I would expect is now Brittany should now formally direct um, the lawyer to make that petition. But then at that point, it's still subject to discussion. There will still be a debate about whether she needs to go through a medical evaluation or not. And Brittany's opposed to that. So it's possible that um, there'll be disagreement over whether at this juncture um, a medical evaluation is is needed or not. Um, And we'll see about that. What do you think Brittany's experience tells us about our culture of celebrity in America, especially as it relates to women and and, and perhaps how it's changed. One thing that's dismaying is the extent to which we're repeating a formula that's happened so many times in pop music in the past. You look at 
what pop fame does to people. And oftentimes, there's huge periods in the aftermath of their career where they struggle with drugs, mental illness. And a lot of it is exacerbated by the boom-bust nature of celebrity culture and how the media covers it, frankly. Now, here's the optimistic way of looking at it. It's possible that the combination of greater awareness about mental health issues among pop stars combined with the Me Too movement, I think that makes people even more aware that this is a narrative, that some of our best musicians are being trapped in these narratives and that, you know, it's up to society to kind of not keep repeating itself. And maybe Britney's story and Britney's conservatorship is emblematic of that. Maybe there's been hopefully a shift where we're less tolerant of how much the pop spotlight can destroy lives. That's all for today, Thursday, June 24th. The Journal is a co-production of Gimlet and the Wall Street Journal. Additional audio in today's episode from AP Archive, Reuters, and TikTok users Ty the Crazy Guy, Sarah Hall, and Matthew Liddy. Audio of Britney Spears' statement came from the YouTube channel Jack Frost. Thanks for listening. See you tomorrow.